What's up, y'all? What is up? What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Black News. It's Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. And I'm so happy to be here with you guys again for another fantastic week and another round of great topics. In case you guys are new to the podcast, let me explain what Black News is. It's a weekly podcast where I break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. The Blacks, we over here having a good old time chopping it up about what's going on in our community. So make sure you guys tell a friend, pass the word, and let everybody know that we over here chopping it up. Now, first things first, make sure y'all like and subscribe to Black News on all apps where podcasts can be heard. Y'all been killing it so far. I ain't even going to hold you. Y'all been killing it. Guys, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Radio. I don't, I don't know. It's on all of them. Okay. It's on all the apps where you can listen to podcasts. So make sure you guys um, keep subscribing, keep liking, keep rating five stars and keep leaving a comment. That's the key. Keep doing all of those things to keep the podcast going forward and to keep the momentum going. And again, I'm going to say this one more time. Tell a friend, say your cousin, your auntie, tell all of them. We over here kicking it, big kicking it, having a good old time talking about what's going on with black people. So, all right, let's get into it. So quick update about some ashiness that's been going on with me and my life, y'all. So somebody hacked into my debit card and, and took my information, started using my debit card. At this point, that has, that's, that's common, right? That happens all the time. Um, it's unfortunate, but it's just an inconvenience that we've all become accustomed to now that we in this debit credit age. But y'all, somebody who hacked my debit card, why they do all that just to shop at JCPenney's? Pennies? Y'all, if you're going to risk it all, I'm going to need you to go all out. You could have, you could have went uh, pier one. Okay. They still open. You could, uh, crate and barrel, uh, the container store. Yeah. JC whoever hacked into my debit card, they probably want some Liz Claiborne or some Arizona jeans because I don't know besides that what else they got at pennies. I didn't even know pennies was still open on the Lodo. Penny's just that store that you park at in the mall and walk through just to get to the store you want to get to closer or faster. That's what JCPenney's is for. So I give all this quick update just to say, if you're going to do your dirt, make y'all make your dirt doing worthwhile. JCP, you could have just dug up Montgomery Wards for this. How about Sears? Maybe you can get some nice stuff from Sears since you're going to JCPenney. I, y'all, I just, I just needed to get it off my chest. So forgive me. That's the ashy update. Let's get into the real topics. Shall we? This topic right here, I ain't y'all. It was messy. It was messy. The, the, you know, the whole podcast I was thinking was going to be called where is Kelly price? Because it's been a lot, man. It y'all Kelly price, the singer, the songwriter, Y'all know Kelly Price got them pipes. If you have heard, ever heard a songwriter, an artist, producer talk about singers and artistry, 
especially when it comes to R&B, you're going to hear the name Kelly Price. Well, this past week, out of nowhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media, all of it started blowing up because apparently Kelly Price was missing. Now, this all started when Kelly Price's sister. Now, and again, this could be out of out of um, the timeline can be off, but I'm just giving the information to y'all as I pieced it together. And now it's a lot of information because damn near everybody done chimed in about the Kelly Price situation. So Kelly Price's sister was talking on social media, news outlets. I don't know if she posted to to social media or did an interview. She basically was saying Kelly Price had COVID, was in the hospital, in the ICU, got checked out, and they hadn't seen her since then or it could be as uh, it could even be if I'm not mistaken she went into the hospital and they haven't heard from her since then this was like a month ago and when she says the sister they she was talking about her and Kelly Price's children the sister was on the news distraught people automatically started posting where is Kelly Price missing Uh, People were going to her house, calling her phone. They were saying, I saw on on social media that they knocked on her door and her boyfriend or partner answered. And he was like, I don't know what's happening. Like it was a mess. First thing everybody was um, talking about was, I know damn well Kelly Price better not be missing. I know damn well y'all better find some Kelly Price. I know that much. Especially with all that's going on with missing women in the magnifying glass that is now being held up to society for not caring when black women and girls go missing. So right on the heels of that, we hear Kelly Price ain't nowhere to be found. So, you know, I, I, I know damn well y'all better find her. That was pretty much the consensus. Then we started hearing from her attorney who said, Kelly Price is fine. Then Nikki Gilbert, who was, I believe they were on R&B Divas together. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I didn't watch. I ain't had cable, so I, I ain't watching. Because, you know, I love me some R&B. So I would have clocked in. But I didn't have, like I said, I ain't had a cable. But Nikki Gilbert was saying that she talked to Kelly and everything was fine. She, um... But then the sister was still like, we ain't talked to her. I don't know what's going on. All of this was going on in a matter of days. Kelly Price still ain't said a damn thing, which I'm going to pause right there. We now know where Kelly Price is. She did an interview. But at the time, we did not know. Kelly, you could have said something, girl. You, We out here really like awesome. Where is Kelly Price? So I get people... They they handle things the way they're going to handle them, but I I would have appreciated a, a statement sooner. Okay, whatever. But it, again, but that's, you know, it's none of our business. We have gotten used to being all up in somebody's business, expecting correspondence. So I get both sides of it. Continuing on. Then the brat got involved. Y'all, apparently Kelly Price and the brat are cool. The brat was talking about how she talked to Kelly 
and Kelly's fine. It's nobody's business. Leave her alone. Give her time to heal. Then she went at Nikki Gilbert. Nikki Gilbert, apparently, when she was talking about Kelly and having talked to her, she did it on like her, her, like, I don't know if it was a radio show, Instagram show, but she spent like a like 30 minutes talking about a bunch of stuff and inserted the Kelly Price update in there. So use the Kelly Price update to lure people to watch her show and then dropped it like a, like into the show. So the Brad was mad at that, y'all. It it was the Brad was cussing. She was online on Instagram cussing. So after all of this went down. Kelly Price finally popped up on Instagram and did an interview. She basically said she caught COVID, was at home monitoring it with her partner. They were trying to, you know, help to get her better at home. It wasn't getting better. She went to the ICU. She it got so bad that she flatlined. Woke up some, some time later, whether it was days or minutes, I don't know how long. And the doctors were like, you almost didn't make it. She has since went back home. She's healing. She's getting better, taking some time to, to, to get healthy again. She also mentioned she ain't talked to her sister or seen her sister in quite some time. She said she ain't seen old girl in like a year now. And this is. Let me back up a little bit because the minute Kelly Price's sister popped out of nowhere and was like, we ain't seen her kids ain't either. I immediately in the back of my head thought Kelly probably don't even fool with her. Kelly probably don't even talk to her or I'm, I'm, it's, it's not uncommon for people to not, especially you know, with COVID, for people not to see each other often and to communicate as much as they, they'd like especially when it comes to like family dynamics. So a part of me was always like, okay, Kelly Price sister, is it that she's missing or is it that she just ain't talking to you? Okay, whatever. All of this to say at the beginning of this, yo, everybody was going to drive to Atlanta and be about that Kelly Price action. Because one thing you're not going to do is just have something happen to one of our people and let's just sit by and not do nothing. But one thing it did spark at the beginning of the conversation. And um, Joy Reid, I believe it was Joy Reid, brought up something called missing white girl syndrome. So for the past couple of weeks, there was a huge story on all the news platforms about a young girl, white girl in particular, who was missing. It was a nationwide manhunt for this younger woman. Ended up finding her deceased. I think they said her boyfriend did it. I haven't really researched. But Missing White Girl Syndrome talks about and addresses how there was all of this rallying behind behind the system and police departments and authorities to find her when hundreds and thousands of black women and girls go missing all the time and have been missing and you don't hear a peep. You don't hear a damn thing. Don't nobody say nothing. There's no search party. They don't share the messages, nothing. So this just so happened to be happening at the same time where people thought that Kelly Price was missing. And one thing I am hopeful or, or pleased about, because this is an unfortunate situation, child, and it was a mess. And it still is. 
at least we know if something going down with one of our people, we gon' we gon' set off a search party. You understand? We gon' ride out to figure out what's going on. So that was a light in a dark tunnel. But overall, this Kelly Price situation, child, it was messy. Woo. Everybody got involved. They probably still online cussing. By the time you hear this, they probably still going at it. But if there are some new developments or something happens, I'll update y'all again. But from what it looks like after we heard from Kelly, Kelly putting it to bed. She don't want to talk about it no more. She don't want to hear. She put out a statement, said thank you. And she going to continue to go back and heal. So let's just let her do her. And if something else pop off or go down, we'll circle back at that time. Next, I would like us to focus on our Haitian brothers and sisters who have been treated beyond horribly here in the States because they have attempted to flee the unlivable conditions that are in Haiti right now due to many of natural disasters. Uh, you know, it, it just just a lot of bad things have been happening in that country to the point that will cause them to flee and to seek asylum in the United States, which was brought to our attention recently due to men on horseback at the border of Texas, whipping them with, with like the reins of a horse. Y'all, it was all of the pictures across all social media platforms showed white men on horseback whipping black people. The only reason you would have known it was 2021 and not 1821 was because of the clothing. That's it. If it wasn't for the clothes, you would have immediately thought that this, oh, this, these some old pictures. It was infuriating, heartbreaking, frustrating, sad, disgusting, in more words than I actually have to share right now. And the fact that we can't even say something like this is going on in 2021. Y'all, we are, it's, we, and I'm not even going to say that we should be past this. Because history has shown that things like this can happen here. And you know, it's the history of this country and the history of Haiti. Haiti was the uh the Haitians were the first group of black people to fight and to get their emancipation. They overthrew and overcame. Ever since then, it seems like there has just been this aim to punish and to wreak havoc over the people of Haiti, which it continues on and all the way to 2021. Y'all know the history of America. Y'all know the history of this country. We are living in a place that was built on the enslavement of black people, built on the destruction and the genocide of native people that has never been reconciled. And when you don't reconcile something, it continues on and it festers into the fabric, into the soil of this land. Like think about it. If you have a garden, and you have weeds in a garden, you can cut the weeds, you can cut them at the, you can cut them right above the soil. It's still in the root. 
You got to pull the weed up. That is what needs to happen in order to rectify and to stop situations like this happening at the border. The fact that you have people who think it was okay and justifiable in their head to literally be on top of horses and whipping people who are trying to flee to another country for a better life. The fact that you have people who are okay with that shows exactly what the problem is. Whatever we need to do to help, whether it's money, resources, get deeper into politics, put the pressure on lawmakers because they've been, listen, people been on Joe and Kamala neck, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They've been on their neck about it and they should rightfully so because some stuff like this should not be happening at this point. We should be beyond this. If y'all got suggestions on what we need to do, you know, please share. We will hit me up. I will share with the black news listeners because sitting by isn't the answer and we all know this right but we need some tangible solutions and if we got to keep our foot on people's neck to try to keep to keep the conversation going I'm completely down with that but I know I'm out of ideas if you guys have ideas please share them but while we're doing all of that let's continue to pray for and support our Haitian brothers and sisters Um, Whether they are here, whether they're trying to get here, and I mean in the States, whether they're still in Haiti, whether they're in transit, wherever they are, send prayers and positive vibes up to them. And however we can support, support and, and just and be there as a resource. I know personally, I am more than willing to do that. So let's keep the conversation going about this situation and let's let's um, let's help any way we can. We got another social media debate, y'all. It was, it's another one. Last time we talked about Jay-Z versus the $500,000. Would you rather go to dinner with Jay-Z or take $500,000 in cash, cash and check out, Bitcoin, whatever. It's 500K. Y'all know where I stand. I'm taking the bread. Hell, Title tweeted out that we should take the bread. And that's jay Z streaming service. If anybody would know, they would, but I digress. The most recent social media debate is, and I, y'all, I can't even, who, who is behind this stuff? The reason one is who is the bigger artist, Drake or Michael Jackson? Y'all, Drake, Aubrey, Drake, Graham. I think that's Drake's last name or Michael Joseph Jackson. How dare y'all? How dare ye? Who does this? Who, who had the audacity? Who woke up in the morning, hit the snooze on the iPhone alarm, went to the bathroom, used the bathroom, brushed their teeth and logged into social media and was like, you know what? I wonder if Drake better than Michael Jackson. Who there's y'all, we gotta stop this. Okay, we gotta stop this. They were basing the argument on the fact that Drake has, I'll forget how many streams. He has he's one of the artists with the most streams. 
and they were comparing it because Michael is one of the artists with the most albums sold. So that's the comparison, right? It's um, people thinking, okay, streaming is the is comparable to album sold. No, it's not. Let me start by saying this. And if somebody was say something on social media, which was hilarious, they were like, if you ain't never had to take a bus to the mall to go buy a CD for somebody to show your love and support, you don't need to be having this debate. A clock out, which that holds weight. When you talk about streaming, there's so many different streaming platforms available, but the main ones, Apple Music, Spotify, we got title. You pay for a subscription or you have the free service. An album drops, you hit play, you have access to it. You can buy the album on Apple Music. Hell, you can still go to some stores and maybe buy the CD. Um, and some people are getting vinyls made. So you can still do that. But for the most part, all of your stats come from streaming. That is totally different from selling millions and millions of actual albums, tapes, records, CDs. When you talk about Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson spans across those different platforms. Hell, if we're talking about Jackson 5, he even back in the 8-track era. 45 records, albums, you know, vinyl, 8-tracks, tapes, CDs, and streams. So, right there, you it's not an equal debate. It's not an equal debate. It's easier to stream albums versus going to buy them. Do we think that if streaming were not available, that people, that many people would go to the store and purchase a Drake album? Now, let me say this. I love me some Drake. I love me some Drake. Okay. Mainly because when Drake got popping, I was like a big, I was a single girl and Drake be singing to these, to these chicks. You understand? He be singing. He be rapping. Drake make music for us. So I love me some Drake. I also know who Michael Jackson is as an artist and you just can't compare. You can't compare. I remember I'm old enough to have actually went to a Michael Jackson concert. So y'all know I'm from Michigan. I'm from Flint, Michigan. And in Flint, the major city closest to that is Detroit stadiums. We had the Palace of Auburn Hills. We had the Pontiac Silverdome. The bad tour was coming around and this was 88, 89 and it was going to be in Detroit. Now this was before Ticketmaster.com. Now this speaks to the power of Michael Jackson that people don't realize. Back then in order to get tickets, you had to call or go to the box office and wait in line. But if you called, guess what? Everybody else was calling. So you had to just wait on the phone. Whatever tickets you got by the time the person answered, those were the tickets you got. Or you had to wait on the phone for another gazillion hours to be spoken to by a Ticketmaster representative. My parents, especially my dad, grew up on a Jackson 5, grew up with Michael Jackson. He is a fan. So rightfully, Michael Jackson was coming to Detroit. Oh, we got to get to the, t- we got to go to the show. He ended up getting us four tickets to the Michael Jackson concert. Get there. We in the nosebleeds. This is before they had the jumbo screen where you can see the concert. Even if you're not close up. No, you have to gum up in that bad boy with your binoculars or else you're just going to be up there humming tunes, not seeing a damn thing. 
We had like one or two sets of binoculars, but it was a family for it. That wasn't enough. So we in there having a good old time in the nosebleeds. And I was a small child. This lady, because I couldn't see, she was like, you want me to hold you, pick you up so you can see? I was like, sure. Y'all, this stranger lady picked me up and was held, hold, holding, holding me and dancing while we at the Michael Johnson concert, Michael Jackson concert. I don't know this lady, but Michael bring people together. That is the power of Michael Jackson's music and the spirit of the, or the energy in those shows. Ain't nobody doing that at no Drake concert. Yes, it's a different time, but it's just a different, it's just a different energy. It's, it's just, it's, it's different. Now, the question I think people are asking, or could be, if Drake were around during that time, would he have the same effect? I don't think so. Um, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but I ain't never seen nobody pass out at no Drake concert. And again, I love me some Drake, but this debate is just silly, y'all. Y'all, people just be making up stuff. You, Michael Jackson literally had some of the biggest songs of our lifetime. Thriller, Man in the Mirror, Bad, Remember the Time. What What else? He had all of them. Want to be starting some. All of these. Beat It, Billy Jean, PYT. What song of Drake's will compare to Thriller or Beat It? None. None. Y'all, we got to stop doing this. And let me add this because it's debates are fun and you know, it, it's a good time, but we got to start calling people out when they trying to debate. If you ain't never been in no concert in, in the eighties or the nine, you can't talk. We can't compare it cause you don't have nothing to compare it to. If you don't have no basis of comparison, we can't have this conversation. If your point of reference of concerts was little baby 50 cent and Drake, we not having no discussion. Tell me your top three concert experiences and then we can debate on who the best. That's going to be the line in the sand. And I'm only saying that because my top three probably going to beat everybody. And I want to win the debates. Y'all, I'm trying to win. What was y'all top concert experiences? Mine off top, Michael Jackson. Janet Jackson at Madison Square Garden. Prince at the Forum. Ain't nobody beating that. You ain't beating it unless you got Michael, Janet, and Stevie or Michael Prince, Stevie or Earth, Wind, and Fire. Somebody, and I got Earth, Wind, and Fire. Don't play with me. I will put all of them up against Drake. And again, I love me some Drake. But still, y'all got to stop this. So if y'all have a legitimate debate that goes in favor of Drake in this conversation. And that's again, Drake versus Michael Jackson. Please let me know what it is. But if not, I'm going with that person who tweeted you. If you didn't have to ride the bus to go to the mall and buy a CD for somebody who's a fan of, we can't have this talk. Guys, we can't have this conversation. Let me know who y'all side with and what y'all, what y'all feel about it. Drake versus MJ, Michael Jackson versus Drake. Who you got? Let me know. I have one particular topic that I want to throw in for honorable mention. Not long enough to address in the main topics list, but I do want to add it in. So let's get into it. The 74th annual Tony Awards was this past weekend. It was on Sunday. A couple of highlights from the event. One, they were all back in person. It was in a the theater. 
if I'm not mistaken, I think it was vax required and masks required. They was in that room strapped the F up. You understand? Everybody had their mask on. I didn't see not one person even have the nose out. Y'all know people look, people with that nose out, child, it'd be, it's, it'd be wild. But it looked like everybody was in there anxious and happy just to be in the room. So they were definitely following the guidelines. So one, props to them for that. Second, Adrian Warren won Best Actress for the role that she played in the musical Tina. That was Tina Turner's musical that she um, starred in. Now, and I only saw clips online. I was planning to go to New York at some point to do like a whole Broadway run of some of the top shows. I want to see Tina. I want to finally see Hamilton in person and one other, but COVID, right? COVID shut it down. Her run was happening right before COVID and it stopped it. But she won for her fantastic portrayal um, in Tina. So congrats to her. And then David, David Allen Greer won a Tony y'all for best featured actor in a play, A Soldier Story. I was so happy when I saw this. David Allen Greer been out here doing it for many, many years. David was a comic, an improviser. We knew him and discovered him as consumers from In Living Color. And and he, he's been acting and he's been doing all of the things he said for 40 years. And he finally won a Tony. He's been nominated a few times, but this was his, his year. So those two, for me, were the big highlights. I didn't watch the main show. I just watched the clips. However, I did see that. A lot of black people, again, did not win. A slave play was nominated for 12 or 13 awards. Didn't win a damn thing. So it seems like we still have a problem with award shows skewing away from blackness. And that was highlighted uh, in the Tonys. Another note, though, Jennifer Holiday, they brought her back. Because y'all know they have performances at the Tonys. And they used to do the big ensemble performances from some of the top shows. But I don't believe they did that this time around. But they did bring Jennifer Holiday in to sing, I'm telling you, um, I'm not going. Even though the rough times are showing. They had her come in and sing that song from the musical dream girls because she was one of the original dream girls loretta divine jennifer holiday and um shirley ralph those were the originals so that was good to see that jennifer miss jennifer still got the pipes you understand she still got it so overall it was it seemed like a good night um for the arts but it was another opportunity to highlight the lack of diversity that is currently going on at these award shows. So just, you know, bringing that to to the forefront. Um, but overall, it was it was a good night. I'm happy for Adrian and I'm happy for David Allen Greer. They both deserve it. Um, and they do fantastic work. So I'm happy they got their shine. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thank you so much for sticking by me and listening week after week. 
Make sure you guys like and subscribe across the board on all apps where podcasts can be heard and continue to tell y'all friends. Let them know, y'all, we chopping it up over here on the cast, okay? Not like outcast, but on the podcast. We're across the board on all apps where they can be heard, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, Anchor, all of those. So be sure to continue to spread the word and let people know that we're over here having a good time. Hit me up on social media and let me know what you guys think about topics. You have suggestions about what's going on or something that you'd like to talk about. Let me know. Hit me up and tell me what's what. If you in the LA area, I got shows coming up every Saturday. I'm out here. Check my website, canelia.com for more info or hit me up directly for ticket information. As always, it's been so wonderful being here with you all again for another fantastic week. I hope you go out here in the world and kill it. Do the damn thing. And I'll check back with you guys same time next week, same place. Bye.